Hey tech leads, how do you keep track of all the things you need to do to do well as a tech lead? Welcome to the Tech Lead Coaching Podcast. My name is Michael Rice, and every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, I try to bring you some useful stuff that you can put to use today to make you more effective in your role, whether you're brand new or even if you're highly experienced. Tech Leads, it's Monday, December 9th, 2019. This is episode number 77. This week, like last week, I'm going to be focusing most of my free time prepping for our third live training session coming up Saturday, December 14th, this Saturday at 10 a.m. California time. And I'm also doing some book revisions at the same time. I hope you'll join me. Register online for free at techleadcoaching.com training. The link will be in the show notes. The goal this week, though, is to give you something really practical. All right, let's get into it. This week, I'm going to give you a tool. It's kind of half complete, so I just want to talk you through it. It's a tool that came up on this weekend's uh, live training, which I thought went pretty well. Um, didn't have as much time to prepare as I wanted to, but this one thing came up in the training session that um, I really wanted to bring to you because it's actually very similar to a tool I use in my own kind of day-to-day work. Um, and the idea here is it's actually a guide. So if you think back to what do tech leads do, there is like this huge laundry list of things. Everything from mentoring junior developers to code reviews to running tasks to being kind of like a project manager to all kinds of stuff. Um and realistically, it's just, it's so hard to really keep track of all those things. And what happens in practice for most people is that you end up being very reactive. You're, con- you're just kind of like jumping into the role. You're reacting to what people are doing, what the project needs. You're just not really in front of things. You're not being proactive. And so this tool is really simple. And that's the whole idea is to have a very, very simple tool that gives you a chance to reflect on what you should be doing versus what you actually are doing. Now, this kind of discipline is like extremely important for leaders as they move up in the organization because they just don't have enough time to do everything that everybody's asking them to do. So being able to focus your energy, it's a good habit to get into now. But really, it's like I said, it's a really simple tool. I will actually document it. It's going to make its way into the book. I will update the show notes once I have something to show you. But the idea is it's just a very simple sheet. It's a list of the tasks or the kind of the objectives or focus areas you should be thinking about, focusing on day to day or week to week. It's not at all intended to replace your daily task organizer. You know, like I use things for the iOS devices. This is not going to replace that. It's more like a dashboard to help you focus. It forces you to think about the areas you need to be focusing on. And the sheet's going to have a list of the common tasks, the common focus areas that many tech leads do or should be doing, are focused on or should be focused on, but it's meant to be really customized. You might have to take some of the tasks away, some of the focus areas away. You might have to add some new ones in or tweak some of them to adapt to your situation. That's totally cool. The idea is just to have a tool that's really focusing you I'm being as impactful as you can be. A quick note though, before you delete one of these items, and we'll talk through them in just a second, just because nobody's asking you to do this or you think it may not be relevant right at the moment, I want you to really ask yourself whether it's something you should be doing anyway, even if it's just to some small degree. 
You'll see what I'm talking about in a minute. And like I said, this is a lot more than just a task list. It's more like a worksheet that you can review. I think you should review daily, but at least weekly to make sure you're covering everything and not dropping the ball. It will also help you focus on your growth in areas that you are neglecting, um, which are easy to neglect if you're just being reactive versus things you should be investing time or energy in, even if they kind of stress you out a little bit. And it does this by asking you what you need to do today or this week, how well you're doing. It asks you to highlight what additional actions you should take and to think about how the four core could be applied to any one of these activities. So what are those activities? Most of the activities of Tech Leads really fall into three kind of familiar buckets. And it, and it has to do with managing. Like you're going to be managing things as a tech lead. You're going to be managing people, maybe not directly, not as like their superior, but you're managing the output of people and their development and processes. So this is really common. It's like people processes and sometimes they say products or technology. I just say things. So let's dive in a little bit and look at those in more detail. And of course, let's start with the things because, because realistically, that's what most tech leads are really focused on. So I can break the things topic down into two big subcategories. One is what, and two is how. So the things we're building, the software, the products, the code, all that stuff, like what does that look like and how are we doing it? Two components to it. So the first, if you think about what, some of the most common areas that tech leads focus on are developing, say, like architecture, detailed designs of the products that they're working on, the projects or the modules. Sometimes tech leads are broken up into like focusing on one or two or three modules. Sometimes it's actually a whole project for like, say, an enterprise company or it could even be a product if it's a if it's a fairly small startup. They will, by doing that, think about what are the architectural best practices for that technology? So if it's like, you know, React, what kind of React are they doing? If it's if it's a back-end system, what kind of back-end technologies are being used, et cetera, et cetera. And further in the what, I think this is where we start to kind of blur the lines between what and how. But I think ensuring that the work product is adhering to the company's, you know, standards, whether it's for code or quality or completeness, I think that falls under the what. You know, it's basically saying, if you think about like building a car, you just want to make sure you're building a high quality car. Now, things, like I said, could be broken into the what, which we kind of talked about. And there might be a few more things that we need to show up in there. And we can also talk about the how. So designing how might be how we design, implement, or describe, say, unit testing approaches they could be like coding standards, like defining or enforcing those coding standards. Like, how are we doing that? Not so much what the standards are, but, you know, how are we going to agree on them? How are we going to actually make sure they happen? Like, it could be through driving code reviews. Things like release management are very classically a, a tech lead role. And um, all kinds of other stuff, like how much do we pair up? How do we manage tech debt? Things like that, right? I suppose tech debt should be up in the... Uh, the what category as well. Now, the other big topic is people. And this is um, this is one of the more challenging areas for new tech leads, I think. And there are three things that I came up with that have to do with people. And the first is mentoring junior team members. You just see that all over the place on the tech lead role. Um, and it makes a lot of sense. So thinking about on this tracking sheet, 
like every day, you know, what could you do to mentor the team? It may not just be like sitting down with them. It may be mentoring them in different contexts or different situations or showing them by example, leading by example. Um, maintaining team morale is you don't hear that word morale very much anymore, but but it's really implicit in the uh, in the tech lead role these days. And then also like communicating technical details with customers or stakeholders. So on that topic, it could be things like, you know, what what do you need to be telling the broader team about what you're doing? Are you communicating enough? Are you reporting status? Are you going out and getting enough information about what's happening around you? There are so many activities that could show up there that you may or may not be doing. And, and really the point here is to really drive activity on your part and driving the right activity. And then finally, process. I know under things we have, um, I have like both a, a how and a what or a what and a how. And this kind of bleeds into a little of the process stuff. But I think a process is more like broader things like like procedures, project management stuff. So things like, you know, analyzing requirements when they come in, if that's like reading stories or really kind of thinking about how, how the, um, the uh, incoming work gets defined and how, um, how you're going to manage that. Um, escalating issues, delivery quality issues, um, accurately reporting project technical statuses, um, de- tracking and ensuring delivery team- teams work is completed on time. So doing kind of like a project management um, function and then providing really accurate estimates. So I'm thinking a process is not so much, you know, your process, but like the broader company's process and how you're contributing to it or uh, taking away from it. So you could probably go through that list if you want, um, reduce it down into like a, a sheet and just every day go through each of them and say, ask yourself, what activity should I be doing there? Like if I'm failing in one of them, don't sweat it. Just realize you're failing and just take more action. Find some ways to take some action. And in the version that I cut, we'll probably have some more ideas and framework about like how to evaluate yourself in that way or on these activities, how to incorporate the four core and et cetera. So should be a pretty impactful tool, but it's going to be pretty simple. And that's, that's the point. All right, Tech Leads, thanks for listening. Um, this is kind of a half-form podcast, but we'll get the uh, get the content dialed in. But I think it'll help you think about how you do stuff, right? Make the list, um, have that list always be there and just review it. It should be kind of a guiding worksheet for what kind of activities need to show up in your daily planner. Like what, what tasks are you going to write down and what tasks do you, maybe can you take out? So anyway, thanks for listening to it. We're on this mission together. We're trying to figure out this Tech Lead hands-on EM startup CTO thing where there's lots of expectation, very little support. But thank you for taking me on this journey with you. Don't forget to get on our free email list. Go to techleadcoaching.com. We're doing our free trainings on our Saturday sessions for a little while. Um, we got the Tech Lead Coaching Network we're trying to pull together. And um, of course, you can always come to our meetup group once we get those going. And you can download my free ebook, How to Be a Tech Lead on LeanPub. No matter what, I want to hear from you drop me an email to me at michaelrice.com or hit me up on Twitter at Michael Rice. So go on this week. Tech Leads is a whole new week, a whole new opportunity. This is a big step in your career. I hope you're doing great. I bet you are, but I'm excited to be with you. Have a great week, Tech Leads. Tech Leads.